All right, you uh, you want to get that uh, not not our epic song of the pod song, but you want to get our epic intro song going? Sure. Kind of sad we don't have a uh, auto tune going skirt in our song, but hey, it's not quite the right vibe. We should have had more of a country theme song for today's episode, especially since I'm out here. Hanging out by the barn, you know. <laughs> Hanging out with my animals. That just looks like it's right down the street. I mean, it basically is, yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. And today we have quite the untranslatable palooza for all of you today. Uh, this episode is a special one for all of you animal lovers. And if you're an animal lover and a language lover, you can kill two birds with one stone. Although we are not advocating here, obviously, to kill any innocent uh, birds out there. Unless you're using some angry birds on your phone. So I guess that's okay. But anyways, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about all sorts of animal idioms today. It should be a lot of fun. And so uh, without further ado, my partner in crime, my buddy who brings the fun. What's going on, Jared? Hello, Chad. Hello, um, welcome to the animal lovers. For those of you that hate animals, I guess, uh, you know, you can skip this one or just you'll enjoy it. I always, I hate that phrase animal lover because like you're not allowed to not be essentially. If someone were to say I'm not an animal lover, like they're, they're assumed to be some sort of like evil you know, person, severely deranged person. You know, It's like, oh, I don't trust this person. Like you can't say that. Uh, sometimes, and I, I feel like here, I'll, I'll admit it here on the Untranslatable podcast, I feel like I don't consider myself an animal lover. Like, I don't hate animals. I don't have a problems with them. But I'm not the kind of person that every time you see, like, a dog on the street, it's like, oh, my gosh, how adorable. I got to pet it, you know? I can, I can, I don't know. I can, I, I don't know. So, But I can't say that outside of our safe space here or else i feel like uh people will judge me you know well jared you you probably just got us canceled just by just by <laughs> saying that but saying uh, that is well the, saying that is worse than uh you know that 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 goes beyond our explicit rating our explicit rating can't protect from that's bold true. opinions like that we're gonna start getting hate <clears throat> emails from PETA. you know <laughs> All sorts of stuff. Uh, first of all, though, uh, follow us, by the way, on Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram. Spread a little love. Twitter, Untranslatable one, the number one. Spread a little love. Uh, also, um, please. Pleasure. Spread a little love. <laughs> Five-star reviews on uh, iTunes and Stitcher would be uh, fabulous as well. So thanks Going for that. Going ham horn on that mixer. I love it, Jim. You uh, And yeah, we celebrate the five-star reviews that come in. Uh, you mentioned PETA, Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how convenient because PETA, you know, is doing what they do and keeping us all informed with um, how we should be using language and how language um, can be used uh, against animals, you know, and how th- we have these biases that we don't even recognize towards um, insulting animals, talking about doing violent things to animals that we just say casually. Like, I don't want to beat a dead horse. You know, it's like, why, why, why do you have to bring yeah, up what this? Was, what was their uh, solution for that old idiom? Oh, I don't know. Beat a dead rug or something? Beat an old rug? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't something like that. Well, they, they um, I've already forgotten it because I'm not that interested, but <laughs> they've come up with a new list, and these aren't really untranslatables, but more words that we use um 
just in daily life to to explain things that that we shouldn't use. So let me give you their little spiel here on their tweet that they tweeted on the 26th of January. Words can create a more inclusive world or perpetuate oppression. Calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to others, uh, to other animals, and justified in violating them. Stand up for justice by rejecting supremacist language. Imagine if they put the same energy towards like racism, because <laughs> a lot of the, what they just said it sounds like like could very much be used towards like slurs or something. <laughs> right, but oh, I think they're sure. considering. So what, what these what, these words that we use are essentially the n word of animal of of Ooh. animal words. Oh, watch out, Jared. <laughs> according to PETA. Okay. So what are, what do you think are some words that we just use all the time? Um, like words of animals, excuse me, animals mm-hmm. that we use to describe people that might be harmful to animals, you know? I mean, if you call someone a pig. Very, yeah. Yeah. They also that. give, by the way, they also give recommendations of what you should, what you should say instead. You're instead. a slob? No, not, no, I don't, not slob. If you're a pig, what, what, what how would you explain someone that's a pig? That person's you're a glut- pig. You're gluttonous. There's a good word. You're gluttonous. Oh, interesting. They're not using, not that kind of pig. So they're saying w- a different kind of pig. What kind of pig? Because I feel like pig has a couple different. Maybe you're at a bar. So you, you oh, um, so like like a sexist pig. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but pig, isn't that it, like the phrase usually that people would say? Uh, I guess, I guess, but it's not really. I don't know if it's fully sexism. I mean, I'm sure there's some sexism built in there on why you think you could do that, but it's more repulsive is the word they recommend to use instead. Repulsive. Oh, so you're disgusting. Oh, you're repulsive. Okay, yeah. that's a good Which one. Which is not really. As you made a great point, pig is m- also used for someone that eats a lot of food. But is that not mm-hmm. offensive? Because pigs gen- genuinely do eat a lot of food and enjoy eating a lot of food. Is that complimentary towards pigs? I wonder. Also, I just I mean noticed. I don't think I don't think you would offend the pigs if we could <laughs> ask them. I think they then why are they care. asking if if we're not going to offend the pigs? Then why are they asking us to change our language in general? Because these people have too much free time on their hands, Jared. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I just noticed in your background, why is mm-hmm. it that you chose one where they rain cloud over your head? It's why? clear in the background, but then right over you, there's a rain cloud. What an odd choice. <laughs> That's It's it's PETA overshadowing our, our conversation <laughs> How today. How dare you exploit these cows? Do, the, do these cows sign a waiver to be in this picture, Chad? Because yeah. if not, we have to blur all these cows' faces and that's, udders. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Especially the udders. Okay, wait, so pig is one word that uh, PETA recommends we remove from our uh, So you just call someone lexicon. repulsive yeah. instead? Which doesn't really get the point You're across You're so repulsive. That doesn't get the point. Because repul- pig inc- encapsulates more than just repulsive, you know? Because it's like, oh, this person's a pig. It's kind of like also kind of like smelly, a, repulsive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like uh, like sleeps around a lot, you know, like sometimes you think like a dude or a dude that's like, you know, like, you know, like uh, sleeping around on their lady is a pig or something like that. You oh, know? for sure. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of it's just a, there's a lot of range pig on that. Is another on the, one you've heard. There's I'm a sure. there's a there's a lot of range on the word pig that does not get covered just with repulsive. Right. What are some other ones that you probably should use? I mean, use, cow. Chip? No. Really? No, oh, you mean to explain like the size of someone? Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like a lot of cultures they use cow as a derogatory term for 
uh, heavier people usually. Yeah, or, we do here in the or US lazy too. people. Not just right. cow as well, but there's also like heifer. You know that yeah, heifer? Oh, yep, yep. That's like uh, a lot of my uh, southern family have, have used that one before, but they say like heifer. You know, it's it's not that heifer. Is, that's great. <laughs> but that's not Look on the that list. that heifer over there. They're not, they're not concerned. Is that is uh, that how they would say it? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, but that's not uh, that's not I on think the list. They're fixing though. to go to Popeyes at the heifer over there. A super common one that you'd use for someone that doesn't like to do that's afraid to uh, a sloth. That is one of them, actually. That's not where I was going at all, but that is okay. <laughs> that is one oh, of them. Lazy person, right? Yeah. Did they say they say lazy? Yep. Um, another one that's popular in mob movies. I watched Goodfellas recently, and you're mm-hmm. always looking out for this person or a great movie, a Snake. That's on the list, but that's actually, okay. they're giving a different recommendation for Snake. We'll come back to Snake real quick. Okay. Another word, in the movie Donnie Brasco, the uh, mobsters were very concerned about this animal penetrating the the group. Um, a mole. That's close, but no. No, no. a rat. Actually, you're technically, yes, there we a go. Rat. A yeah. rat. And we they say found to ourselves use, a rat here. Yes. And what do you think they say to, to use instead of a rat? Uh, a it's weasel. just exactly what it is. A no, weasel. No, no, not another animal. <laughs> a snitch. <laughs> a tattletale is snitch. Uh, yeah, you're right. A snitch. Uh, so, no uh, good for nothing. Snitch, Jared. So you may. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't have the same. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring as rat. <laughs> hey Tony, I think we got a rat. We in got here. a rat. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I I do like the word snitch though because that snitch word, is a good word too. It is a good word, and it yeah. rhymes with a lot of good stuff. Like they say, snitches you know, snitches get, get stitches, stitches or end up in ditch. Or oh, I haven't heard that one. Oh, I have. Okay, um, a lot of them. So you mentioned snake and snake. The the word that they recommend saying instead, it does not. Once again, does it, it does not encapsulate do the, the power right. of what snake really exudes. They okay. say to say jerk instead. It's like well, if I wanted to say jerk, I would have no, said jerk. Yeah, this person jerk is not a jerk. Not. They're a snake. A snake they're, they're like sleazy. I yeah, feel like a snake slithery, is sleazy. They're slimy. They're untrustworthy ass yeah they might yeah they're poisonous yeah it's not just like a jerk it's like, like no, a this jerk? person yeah like pretends to be your friend but then like like uh like lies to you and stabs you in the back i feel or like something. jerk is honestly a nicer thing to exactly. call somebody than a snake. i'd rather be a jerk than a snake yeah oh for sure <laughs> i would wholeheartedly hold the title of jerk before snake any day uh, so that's their list. Let me tell you some more things that they said, by the way. Anti-animal slurs degrade animals by applying negative human traits How to certain species. How many of these animals can actually speak English? Or any language, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the dumbest things I've ever... <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking about they're talking about how degrading this is. It's like who, oh, that's who's so funny. being degraded here? Like, do you I really know. think the animals are listening? They're like, oh my god, did like the snake slithers home one night and, and he goes home to his snake wife and he's like, he's like, uh, Samantha, I can't believe I heard the humans call another yeah, human a it's snake. So hard. I'm so offended. It's so hard being a snake. <laughs> so I have to kill them. <laughs> right. Um, right. I, oh, um, God. We, we have a cat here at, at our house. And Your every now and again. ninja. Every now and again, as you say, you know, they don't understand us. They don't, um, you know, like, so I'll just, for, for fun, just give them the finger. he just looks at me and i I don't know why it brings me so much joy (laughs) that's hilarious that's like uh i know you don't watch rick and morty but there's a there's a an episode where 
Rick is like this alien creature in this planet and he teaches them to flip the bird as like hello <laughs> so like that's how he flies in like going like that it's just hilarious yeah that's what that's the oh. thing is like this could just as easily easily be interpreted as a some sort of sign of affection yep you like, know like I sometimes we'll even like point because i'll like throw a mm-hmm. ball for him to chase after and then he like i'll point and be like it's over there and he doesn't like it you can't it doesn't work you can't point and the and and the cow will be like oh yeah over there Right. So I'm just like, yeah, the, putting the finger, pointing it forward or putting it up makes no, literally no difference, yep, you know. For sure. Um, so yeah, that's why I agree with you. Like these cat, these animals don't speak English, as you said. So who cares? Like also, I, I, I don't know. It's, I, I almost kind of feel like it's kind of like the excuse that in white chicks that they use to say the N word in rap songs. Remember, it's like what they're not around. <laughs> A little right. Harvey wants to be like. I'm if I call someone a chicken, I'm ninety nine percent of the time I'm not anywhere close to a chicken. Or if right. I call someone a rat, you know, it's not like there's a rat in the background that you know of. <laughs> that you know of. That's fair. That's fair. You know, I've same that's with fair. the snake. I've heard people say the n word and mean and not notice that I'm around. So hey, you make a good point. Mm, see, you make a good point. <laughs> so yeah, Peter's Peter's at it again. Not surprised, not surprised. They had it was funny the just the the suggestions they had. We talked about it quite a while back mm-hmm. uh, when Peta gave suggestions of other phrases to use when uh, you know traditionally like like you said beat a dead horse. You know I don't know. Here yeah, I found them. Oh, did you find them? Kill two Can birds we- with one stone was one of them. Yeah, what did they say for that one? Feed two birds with one scone. Oh, well, at least it, it kind of rhymes. I feel like feeding two birds with one... Uh, maybe not. I would say that might Our kill the birds, healthy too. for birds? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that might actually kill the birds slower than just Like, isn't uh, there that stone. one... Um, isn't there a type of bread you're not supposed to give, like, ducks or geese or something? Because like, they'll explode? Yeah, so something like that. I thought that, it was yeah. rice. I thought you weren't supposed to give birds rice? rice or something I'm, like yeah, that because it expands in their stomach you. and then they explode. Right. Yeah, these are all, you. But these are all the, like, the stupid things we heard as a kid. Who knows right. if any of those have any... Right. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, the the um oh instead of saying beat a dead horse they say feed a fed horse which is also kind of abuse isn't it if you're just overfeeding yeah, animals sure sure i mean usually it's because you're trying to plump them up so you can eat them let's be at least, it's, at least if it's dead it's not feeling the beating you know right right it's done with the suffering in theory bring home the bacon instead you say bring home the bagels that one I'm actually kind of okay with, I guess. Oh, yeah, I think we both agreed that one was all right. Because Although it's the same. I do love it's bacon. S- sure, me too. I, do. I had it this Ooh. morning. Me, same here. Uh, grab the bull by the horns. They grab say. The f- grab the flower by the thorns. That's dumb. You want to avoid the thorns if you're grabbing <laughs> the flowers. Come on, Peter. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, you with with these with these lazy ass uh, like uh, recommendations. I really agree with you that it's like you guys really have nothing else to do, and I think they know. Uh, they must know, especially since I imagine this is maybe the second or third time they've done something like this. They'll like it always gets it always gets a lot of of um, like a interaction because it is kind of ridiculous. They they must know. Oh, of course. Imagine, it's, their, it's their whole thing. Imagine right? working in that office. How many times you just, without even recognizing, say something that's like uh, offensive to animals, and they're like, whoa, whoa. 
<laughs> you get fired. Why are you flipping the bird? Okay. Right. <laughs> Why flip the herd? No, that's animals too. Yeah. Oh, whoa! Watch. <laughs> You're double fired now, Jared. You're blacklisted from ever working at PETA ever. You need to uh, clean do out you your desk. You actually care about animals? Why are you working in this establishment with language like that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, Jared, I do have a couple shout-outs that I would like to give today. All right, Chad. Um, Spread a little This love. one is kind of a fun one because we, we briefly touched on this on our last episode on Monday. Um, we talked about Game Stunks a little bit, which was the whole mm-hmm. Reddit uh, stock fiasco. Well, this is kind of a cool story, Jared. Uh, and you can Google this if you want to read along. San Antonio 10-year-old cashes in on GameStop stocks he was gifted two years ago. So here's the story. When Jaden Carr unwrapped his GameStop shares his mom gifted him for Kwanzaa two years ago, neither mother nor son expected he'd eventually be in the middle <laughs> of a stock surge. I love that it's for Kwanzaa. Because I, like, I feel like the whole point of Kwanzaa is like material like you shouldn't like you know it's not the, the holidays aren't about materialism you know it's about like <laughs> these tenets of like unity and and it's like <laughs> well actually jared funny you mention that because nina Jaden's mom said uh her son is the duplicate of the account and learns alongside her for kwanzaa she wanted to give her son a gift reflective of ujama one of the seven principles of the festival, which focuses on cooperative economics. Ah. So actually, Listen, actually, my friend, I'm no, there was. <laughs> I, I'm happy to admit, and I'll take it back, I am certainly no Kwanzaa expert. <laughs> you and me both, my man. You and me both. Um, but yeah, but I think this is just a, a great story. So it, it turns out, I think, uh, how much did they invest here? I'm really? That's impressive. On the, that, That's a shout out to the mom, right? Yep. So, so she's yeah, the one so that she gave bought him the him stock. Him she bought him 10 GameStop shares for $6 each, and she actually printed out a certificate so uh, he would have something Damn. to open up for her birthday, for his birthday, rather. And uh, after and the stocks eventually sold for $3,200 on Wednesday morning, um, which is pretty good return That's considering, quite a return. <laughs> you know, you spent uh, 10 GameStop shares for $6 each. $60. So and you get 3200 back. That's oh not gosh. too bad. <laughs> That's not oh too bad. Um, what I love so much about this story, though, Jared, is that uh, now the son, Jaden, he says he is much more interested in learning more about investing in the stock market. And this <laughs> I is bet a, he is. This is a, but <laughs> hey, this is a 10-year-old kid, and and you know this is not stuff they really teach you in school. So I bet shout the mom's out to like, Nina hey, Carr and Jaden. I bet, right. I bet the mom's like, remember, this is collective economics we're learning here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't, don't forget about who started this whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, what, what they said they were going to do is actually uh, the mother oh, and son uh, investing duo said 2,200 of the funds are going to Jaden's savings, mm. and then they've decided to leave 1,000 out to invest in other things. So I think that's great. That's smart. You know, you take some of it for a rainy day fund, a little nest egg. And, yeah. and look, for a 10-year-old, two grand is a lot of money dude i remember i got excited when i had like 20 bucks i know can you imagine three thousand two hundred dollars when you're 10 forget it dude forget it Uh, i'm thinking about like i I certainly have some sort of motorized scooter 
uh, <laughs> if I could just go free for all, I'd have whatever the latest gaming console, probably both the PlayStation and Xbox version, just whatever the latest one is. Right. <laughs> and I'd probably have like a hundred bucks that I'd save away in my savings account. <laughs> when when I was ten, I was just getting into guitar, so oh, I probably yeah. would have bought some ridiculous, like, you know, crazy, you know, spent all my money on like a sweet Oh, that's guitar. a good point. I would have bought some model cars and probably some like super cool like uh so, you know some of like th those remote control cars that go like 60 miles per hour <laughs> not one of those ones that's broken three days after christmas but the, one of those top dog ones exactly that's well, cool. Jared, i i do got one more uh i have one more shout out here oh please uh, this is Bye also a pretty stop. cool story speaking of money and dollar dollar bills y'all um uh, the title of this article here, Jared, is from The Guardian. Man leaves $2 million to French village that hid his family from Nazis. Le Chambon-sur-Lignon. Uh, man leaves $2 million to oh, okay. French village that hid his family from Nazis. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Le Chambon-sur-Lignon inherits fortune, having sheltered Austrian Eric Schwamm, who fled during the war. An Austrian man who fled the Nazis with his family during the Second World War has bequeathed, that's such a great word there, mm -hmm. has bequeathed a large part of his fortune to the French village whose residents hid them from persecution for years. Eric Schwamm, who died uh, age 90 on the 25th of December, wrote the surprise gift into his will for the village Le Chambon sur Lignon located on a remote mountain plateau in the southeast of France that historically has a large Protestant community known for offering shelter to those in need. It's a large amount for the village, the mayor, Jean-Michel Errant, said. He declined <laughs> to specify the amount since uh, the will was still being sorted out, but his predecessor, who told a local website that she met Schwamm and his wife twice to discuss the gift, said it was about $2 million um, pounds or uh, uh, or no two million dollars or sorry two million euros um, 1.8 million pounds okay uh, so this yeah, is anyways. a lovely little town I'm, I'm just doing some google street view mm -hmm. yeah First it looks all, really nice doesn't it you know it's a small town because the last time the google street view was updated was 2013 because i was looking at the screen <laughs> right. i was like well, I was like why are these cars so old and i was like damn they're google's not waste they're not like we went there once we're not going back okay <laughs> right <laughs> that's amazing though i mean that's great and i mean obviously you know, something like that is essentially a priceless, you know, it's like you'll, you can never really repay someone like that. But it's great to know that it's great to see that it's like, obviously, I mean, obviously it stuck with them and, mm -hmm. he's, and, and, I, and he, he was probably planning on doing that for a while. So yeah, that, that's I cool. think it's great. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. For show. Well, is Jared, I think, uh, I think you know what time it is. Uh, I kind of wish we had circus music or something today because this one is going to be an extended untranslatable palooza. For those of you who are not aware by now, untranslatables are idioms, phrases, proverbs, sayings that don't translate on a one-to-one -one basis into English. And we are your tried and true uh, untranslatable experts to decipher these phrases and idioms for you. Um, and today we will be talking about animals. And there's lots and lots to start with. And I thought, Jared, it might be kind of fun actually to start off in English. 
And uh, I got some animals here. And first, Jared, I want to test. You know, I do say we are your tried and true untranslatable professionals uh, and experts. I'm going to give you the name of some animals, and I want you to see if you can think of any um, oh, English. See, that's a lot, it's a lot harder that way. It is. It let's is. see. Let's see what. Let's see what I can do. Well, well, Jared, we talked about rats earlier. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any idioms in English that we have about rats? Mm. No, no. I so, can't. so what do you what do you say when uh, a rat race? There's one. Very good. Okay, let's see if you can get three of them. There's one of them. Okay, what were you about to say? I just happened to get one. <laughs> uh, well, well, how how would you? Uh, so, the definition would be to report someone's bad behavior to someone else. Oh, to rat someone out. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And then and then if if you have someone in your friendship group who never trust a rat. Good. Yeah. I was I was thinking of smell a rat, but yes. Oh, you that's can another smell, one yeah, too. I smell, I smell a rat. A rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, All Tony, right. I smell a rat. Huh? All right, those were those were the ones that I have on this website here for rat. Uh okay. so that's pretty good. Uh let's go uh, a cousin of rat, uh mouse. Oh, the cat and mouse game. There's actually oh, another yeah. one, cat and mouse. Yep. How would you how would you describe hmm. that? It's like someone's playing, like someone's hard to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. Is that I, what? What is it? We're like no, a the cat, cat m- the cat and the mouse game. It's like that. It's like that never ending kind of chase. Mm. You almost catch them, but you don't quite catch them. It's it's kind of like Tom and Jerry. You know, it's always this sure, back and forth. Exactly back like and Tom forth. and Jerry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. All sorts of weird gadgets, you know, hammers and you know, all sorts of good stuff. But it's so is it like two is it like two common foes like like oh these these two professional athletes are always playing the cat and mouse game for for bit for you know, top scorer or something. Well here yes, you can use it in that way. And the way the website has the definition here is to tease or fool someone or to change mm. between different types of behavior when dealing with someone, which I think that's pretty accurate actually. Like you're kind of Okay. I don't think I know how to use that phrase properly. You know, I, I'm I'm starting to realize. <laughs> okay, fair enough. What's like another, that makes sense, but I don't know how to use that, you know. What's another uh uh cat and mouse phrase, Jared? Using both of those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea. Cat chase it something about chasing a mouse. Nope. You could say this when, say, your parents go out of town for the weekend when you're in high school. Oh, I have no idea. Or, or your uh, boss leaves the office on Friday, so you have the office all to yourself on Friday all day. I have no idea. I'm very interested. I honestly don't know what this is. When the cat's away, the mice will play. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. I I have heard that one. I have heard Mm -hmm. that. But yeah, that's not something that's in my repertoire, like in my head. (laughs) Fair enough. That also feels kind of old school. You know, I feel like I've seen that in like an 80s movie. where For sure. And that's probably even older than that, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Another one, too, we say a lot with mouse is quiet as a mouse. Yes. Quiet oh, yeah. as a mouse. Quiet mm-hmm. as a church mouse, they also say. Yep. Well, actually, church mouse, the saying, I think, is actually as poor as a church mouse. Poor as a church mouse? Yeah. Man, I'm real bad at that. incredibly poor. <laughs> <laughs> poor as a church. Mm-hmm. Why are church mice poor? I have no idea. It's hmm. a good question. I couldn't tell you. 
Don't know the history of uh, different types of mice. Church mice, field mice, couldn't tell you. What What are some other animals you think might be might have a couple different ones in English? Animals. I mean, obviously, there's like raining cats and dogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's um, do dogs. Let's do dogs. Okay. Um, so yeah, raining cats and dogs is one. Yep. Don't people say sweating like a dog? That doesn't make any sense though, because dogs don't sweat. Uh, <laughs> and, and I've actually heard sweat like a pig, which is sweat also like funny pig. because pigs don't sweat either, actually. Hmm. I know um, people, like, you call someone a dog. Mm-hmm. Dog is a very versatile one, actually, because yep. someone could be like, my dog, you're my right. dog, which is like my friend or my homie. My homie. But you, but you could also, like, call someone a dog, which kind of means they're like a, um, they're kind of like um, they're a dog. sleazy just, a little bit. Yep. Uh, yep. You could all see like that person's a dog, yeah, mm-hmm. or or so, or you can use it to call someone ugly, like that yep. dog. <laughs> yep, yep. I and actually really enjoy that one. <laughs> that's a, that's definitely a good Calling one. Calling someone a dog, <laughs> and and where where would that type of person go if they got in an argument with ah, their significant other? The doghouse. In the doghouse, yeah. It's yeah. like when you're on bad terms I'm, with someone. Yeah, usually that's like house. a relationship mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. What about uh? What would you call it, Jared, when you pursue, chase, or harass someone? It's related to dog. Um, when like you pers- a telemarketer just keeps calling you, they keep calling you. You say, stop hmm, me. Stop dogging me? Stop hounding me. Oh. <laughs> to hound someone is like yes. to, oh. to hound somebody. It's like to just to keep irritating you, to bother you, to bother you, to bother you. I feel like I you, never put you. the animal connection together yeah. for hound. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that, to hound somebody. Do hound, are, do dog, are dogs annoying like that or something? Do well, you understand uh, that connection? Well, hounds, hound dogs, they do tend to bark a lot more, I think, oh, than normal dogs. Oh, yeah. They so like, that they constant... Like moan, do that right. moan thing. Right, right. Yeah, they, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or howl or whatever they call it. Exactly. Be- I think bellow is what they bellow? call it, maybe. Oh, okay. I-, I don't know. Dog eat dog is another big oh, one. Oh, yeah. It's a dog eat right. dog world. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes they say dog eat dog. <laughs> yep, yeah, they do. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, bark up the wrong tree. That's a good one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you when you like uh, when you accuse someone else of of something, or if you um, are doing something completely wrong that's not related yeah, like to what you should even, be doing, you're that's not barking even on, up the wrong nowhere tree. Nowhere close to being on the right right exactly. course. As sick as a dog is another big one. Yeah, that one example. I never understood. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. That means you're very sick, but I don't. Right. I don't understand the connection to dogs. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Speaking of relatives, though, of dogs, Jared, let's let's talk about wolf. wolf. Mm-hmm. Mm. What what does what does cry wolf mean, Jared? Oh yeah, um, the boy who cried wolf. That's not really. I mean, it is obviously an animal, untranslatable, but it's more. But it has nothing to do with really. Like the personality of the animal. Like I feel like all the other ones we've said so far, it's it's sort of attributing some sort of behavior that that animal does to to a human. Right. But the boy who cried wolf is just a story about a boy that kept on lying that he was being attacked by a wolf to get attention, or was that what it was, or something yep, like yep, that? Yep. And then, uh, you know, by the, and then, you know, on like the third or fourth time, no one believed him anymore. But there was actually a wolf attacking him, and he died. Yep. Um, Smart boy, that one. <laughs> Smart boy. And so that that's the boy who cried wolf. And so, um, but that 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 is really not like that is not the wolf's fault, you know. That's, right. <clears throat> and that's not because of how a wolf behaves. 
That's because of how the human behaved, calling for the wolf. Right. And one thing you can do to avoid that, Jared, is you can keep the wolf from the door. I've never heard that before. This apparently means to maintain yourself at the most basic level. Um, uh, my okay. friend's part-time job is enough for him to keep the wolf from the door. Oh, okay. So, so it's me. It means you, you like you're just supporting yourself enough. So, like the bill collectors aren't knocking your door down. Essentially. Yep. yep exactly. I got exactly. You. That makes uh, sense. I like mm-hmm. that one. I've never really heard that. Have you heard that before? Yeah, like I I'm, have. I'm doing yeah. just enough to keep the wolf at the door. Yep. Yep. Keeping keeping it from the door. Keeping the wolf from you the door. You don't want it right, at right. the door. You want, right. it from the, you want it away from the door, Jared. This is a really popular one. Throw someone to the wolves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the same as throwing someone under the bus. Yep. yep. Is that yeah, another untranslatable we use? Yeah. And that's, or, or, or we might like to say as well, like to uh, push them into the deep end. Oh, where, yeah, yeah, Where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, if you throw them to the wolves, it's like, all right, well, here you go. Like That's true. Actually, I think throw them under the bus might be a little different. Throw them under the bus is like you, like... Like you point someone, you kind of you, you rat on someone essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the th- but the throw them to the wolves is just like maybe you start a new job and it's just like all right, go for it, do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like oh, I don't, I have no idea what what to do here. And they're just like, good luck, you know, you got it. Or they like someone puts you behind the wheel of an airplane and they're just like, eh, go fly it. Exactly. It to the yeah. wolves. Good, good luck. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Last one with wolves, Jared. What do you call it when you're eating something very quickly? Oh, wolfing something down. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a good one. To wolf down, devour. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that one. To wolf down sure. your food. That's a All very right, let's, common one. Let's, uh, let's get into some untranslatables now, some legit ones in some other languages, Jerry. All right, dude. Um, do you want me to start? I'll start because you just gave a shit ton. Sure. Um, hold on. Let me actually. All right. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. And now I was not prepared at all because I was just, enjoy- I was just playing along. Uh, let's do this one. This is um, Spanish, and um, hmm, I'm trying to think of what animal I, I, because I, it's. Uh, let's do this one because I am ser un lince. Uh, ser un lince. Sorry, I, I, and it literally means. Uh, do you know what a lince is? To be a, a lemur, I have no idea. Not no a idea. lemur, but it is an animal that starts with an L. A lizard. A cat, no, closer though. Cat-like. I say uh, closer. A leopard. No, close though. Very close. A lynx. Oh, a lynx. Oh, that makes sense. To okay. be a lynx. What does it mean to be a lynx? To be like sly. To be cunning. Right. Um. No. Uh. No. Not. No. Doesn't have to be. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. I'll give it no, to you. Actually, cause it's, it is that, but it, there's more to it. I'll give it to you. It is someone that ha- that is like uh, very like intuitive, like a very mm-hmm. intuitive person. But they also okay. say that it's someone that's like bright and lively. You know. Oh, I like that. Okay. So, well, um, speaking of uh, Spanish, Jared, uh, this one I think speaks for itself, but it's still a good one. Trabajar como un burro. To work like a. Uh, What's a, a donkey? Oh, a donkey. A donkey. To work like a donkey. Yeah, that's that's, that's right. to work hard. Yep. To work as hard. To work exhaustingly hard. Mm-hmm. Don't we kind of say that in the U.S. they work work you like a mule or something like yeah. that, or work like a dog? Oh yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. A mule or dog, I guess. That's mm-hmm. true. 
Um, all right, let's see. Let's see if I can. Let's do a different language. Let's see if I have if I have a different language here for us. Um, this is Swedish. Ata glida in pa en rekmaka. Slide in on a shrimp sandwich. <laughs> oh man, this that just slide gives in me on some a shrimp great, sandwich. Some great imagery. Sl- slide in on a shrimp sandwich. Yeah, is that like just everything's easy? Chad, you very good. You're sliding in so, on, on a, sh- a shrimp a perf- sandwich, bro. It's, l- it's a little more specific <laughs> than that, but I'm going to give it to you 100. Um, for example, Elon Musk is a is or or Donald Trump are great examples of people that slide in on a shrimp sandwich. They always get you know all this uh, accolade for you know whether they give it to themselves or not. For, in Trump's case, but like for saying self-made man or like you know started from nothing and and now they have this all these riches and and then people started always bring up that we're like, here. That like Elon Musk's parents were like billionaires and own like uh, jewelry farms or not farms but jewelry mines or, or like diamond mines and shit or emeralds yeah yeah something. like or like Trump's you know dad gave him millions as a kid and stuff like mm-hmm. that to start start Just businesses a small inheritance <laughs> and so people like them would people would say they slid in on a shrimp sandwich right that makes shrimp sense. Okay. is not a luxurious uh, food you know what's I think funny. It, Go yeah. What back in the day, uh, like I don't know if this was Victorian times or when it was, but they wouldn't serve no that's prison lobster, isn't it? inmates shrimp or lobster. Oh okay. Um, I know at least lobster for sure because yeah, they viewed it as like the crustacean, the 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 parasites of the sea. Basically. Yeah, the rats of the sea. Right, exactly. So kind of, kind of crazy. Peter would be like, "Well, that sounds like a compliment." <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Speaking uh, of compliments and uh, and uh, sea creatures, Jared, I got an untranslatable for you. Ser un pez gordo. Well, something about I don't know what a pez is, but something is fat. Uh, uh, to be one fat fish. Pez is fish. Mm, mm-hmm. Interesting. To be a fat fish. Mm-hmm. Is that just to be a gluttonous? A fat fish? Nope. Uh, Lazy? No, the, the fat fish. You, you, I think strong, most people... The strongest. Okay, you're getting warmer. The, like the, the head of the, of the family. The head of a company. Yeah, yeah. Is it like I being mean, a being fat the, cat? Being, being the, yeah, being the boss, being in charge. And there's actually some equivalents of this in a few other languages. Apparently in German, you can say das hohe Tier, which I've never heard before, but that's what this was. That's the says. highest animal? Yep, yep. The the big animal or the high animal in, in German. In Russian, you can say, uh, oh, shoot. Let me try to read this here. Um, vash, vashnaya. Oh, let's see here. Is vash vashnaya a horse? E- no, no, Vashnaya Itricha. Okay. Uh, I'm sure I said that wrong, but it's uh, important bird in Russian. <laughs> the important bird. Yeah, or here we'd say in the U.S. the fat cat. You know, yep, the fat. But cat. fat cat might not necessarily. Or the big cheese. Yeah, there was actually um, there was a like a strike happening around around the corner for me when I lived in in Philadelphia. Like a these um, these. Um, uh, uh what was, oh like construction people and they literally had like you know sometimes they'll have like a blow-up doll of like a rat 
for that they'll you know use to attract people's attention to the strike. This one they literally had a like almost like a cartoon Aristocats rich cat. Um, that like had like it was like a cat with like a suit on with money coming out of its pockets and like a big cigar, and that was their sort of a uh, big uh strike blow up, and it was like uh, the fat cats are pinching all the money, you know. Can't be having that, Jared. Uh, let's do this um Japanese one, Neko o Kaburu, to wear a cat on one's head. Hmm, is it to like draw? Draw unnecessary attention to yourself. Kind of the not the opposite, but but no. Try to blend in. No. Um, can you give me an example? hmm. I was watching. um, Have you seen? Have you heard of the movie Total Recall? Mm -hmm. Sure. I watched it for the first time yesterday. Uh, Very entertaining. Have you seen you've seen it? It's with Arnold Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how they always just um don't even address the fact that like he's got a completely different accent. They just act like he's American, you know. <laughs> what, what? You, you don't think I'm American? What is wrong with the way I talk? This is and there's so many American. movies where they do that. They don't even like ad- like he has some sort of normal American name, and they don't even address the fact that he has an accent. It's John Smith, and he's like, "Hello." Anyway, yeah, I am from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. Uh, wear a cat on one's head. So, um, in in Total Recall, um, is it to distract someone? Kind of, kind of. Like peacocking? Um, um, uh, uh, Ar- Arnold's, Arnold's wife was wearing a cat on her head. Yeah, I got nothing. You don't remember the movie? His wife? Okay, well, his wife was not really his wife. She was actually a, a, a spy. Well, spoiler alert. A spy watching, like uh, spying on him. So uh, wearing a cat on one's head is pretending to be sweet or putting on an act of friendliness oh, in I order see. to hide their true nature, which is exactly Watch what out. that woman was doing. Watch out. That's right. Uh, this is a good one, Jared. This one is Spanish. Um, Estar como un pulpo en un garaje. To have a something and a something. To be yes, to have a something and a something. You got it, Jared. Uh, to be like an octopus in a garage. An octopus. como mm. un pulpo en un garaje. See, oh, I see. This is interesting because octopuses are are pu- octopuses. Octopi, sir. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know what. Octopi the... are like genius animals, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, if an octopus was in a garage. It would probably like blend into the wall of the garage would, would or something. Are you sure about that? Oh, I'd like to stick out like a sore thumb. Um, mm, not quite. Can you give me I the, mean, the English? Do you again? think? Do you think? Uh, do you think the octopus Jared would do do better in a garage or in the ocean? Probably. Oh, to be out of your element. To there be like a, okay. To be okay, out yeah, of sure, place. Sure, sure. Yep, be out of place. But I think uh, octopus can survive for a bit outside of water. Like I feel, I, I feel like I've seen videos of them like in boats. Yep, like get into tiny little crevices. And they are really smart animals. You are right about that, Jerry. Yeah, they creep me out. Um, here I'm going to skip that one. I'm not a big fan of that one. 
Interest. Okay. Well, this is a German one. Let's see if you can. Let's just test your German real quick. Label okay. V. Okay. See now, I wonder where and where this is from because they say German, but this is the this is the untranslatable. Label V D Mada im Speck. Something about bacon. Label live. V D Mada im Speck. They say label is so it's live like a maggot in bacon, but label. L-E-B-E-L? That might be a typo or something. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. But anyway, to, to live a like maggot? a maggot in bacon. Are there there shouldn't be maggots in your bacon? Why? <laughs> why? Um, I, I'm assuming this just means like to live lavishly, but why? Yeah. But, but that's that's the opposite of lavish. Like you you, you should no, not be having any maggots in your bacon. But it's lavish for the maggots. Right being in the bacon yeah okay Speaking yeah of german ones jared i got a bunch of german ones and a lot of these i don't know either so i okay. thought it would be fun if i if i read them and then we could try to figure out between the two of us see if we can figure them out before i click on it and actually read what perfect. it actually means perfect um all right first one an den klapperstorch glauben an, uh, an der Klapper stork is stork stork. Yep. And mm-hmm. der Klapper stork glauben. glauben. Yeah, to believe in the, I guess just to believe in a stork is what this means. Okay, okay. So what what do you think oh, the actual oh, meaning? Oh, is? It's, it's probably someone that's like very super gullible. Super gullible. Okay. Someone that'll believe anything. Yeah, like, yeah, I like that. Okay, so all right, let's see, let's see. Uh, Yep, yep. This uh, sorry, this is all in German, so I have to translate it for for our <laughs> listeners. Uh, but it says "jung und erfahren sein," so that means like young and inexperienced, uh, gull- and to be gullible or to be easily influenced. I so, would yeah. say "erfahren los." Yeah, you could, you could say that. <laughs> could you too. say that? Does it make erfahren a difference? Los? Yeah, probably not. They probably I would probably, probably say "unerfahren" myself, but they would understand <laughs> you for sure. Um, all right, here we go. Angeben wie eine Tüte voll Mücken. Angeben like a bag full of mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Angeben. And angeben, I'm pretty sure means to pretend. If I remember correctly, let me oh, look you're about that to word look up. up. See, we, okay. Angeben. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not going to look up the whole. I got gotcha. you. But I got gotcha. just the word. Angeben is mosquito. Yeah. To state, to swagger, to boast. Oh, so maybe it's more to boast uh, or to brag about a bag full of mosquitoes. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. So it's like someone that has no business bragging, essentially. Let's see. Let's or see. Or do you let's have any other? Do you have no other guests besides? No, for that 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 would be mine as well, Jared. I think that it's like uh, someone see. that talks a big game but can't back it up, essentially. Yep. yep. And this is someone who is who is like uh, really bragging. Um, yeah, they're, but they're like just showing off. Right. Show- right. All sh- empty. All, empty. Yeah. Bragging. Yeah, all uh, what is it? All, all talk, show, no go. Yeah, or yeah, all. Yeah, I'll talk, no walk, or or whatever. There we go. Yeah, you um, can talk the talk, but you can't walk the walk. Right. All right, this one should be easy. Maybe we can figure this one out here. Um, das beste Pferd im Stall. Okay, well that's easy. The, the best, best horse, horse in, the, in stall. the stall. I wonder if this is like hmm. the brightest light bulb in the pack. Or, Interesting. Or My like thought that. would be. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that could be. My thought would be like, like, uh, like, 
someone's favorite, like you're someone's favorite, you know? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, you're the boss. You're, like the you're the apple of their eye. Maybe. Yeah, like the or boss the... calls calls you like the uh, the best horse in the stall or something. Okay. All right. Let's find out here. Ooh, the best. The best in a group. Uh, for example, uh, um, like the the best one on the team. So you would say, for example, Bayern Munich. I would say mm. it's safe to say that Robert Lewandowski is the best horse in the stall for them because you know he scores all these goals. Yeah, um, you know he's been crazy consistent. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, uh, Peta does not like when we use animal words. You know, as mm-hmm. for derogatory terms. I, as a human, don't really love it when we compare humans to like animals. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so saying the best, that, for some reason, me saying the best horse in the stall. Like I understand that's the untranslatable, but it sounds kind of offensive to me. Like I feel like I would never say that about someone right. calling them just like a horse. You know. Yeah, but I agree with Peter you. Peter would be like, well, what's wrong with that? That seems like a great compliment. Horses are friendly, dependable, strong animals. Exactly. <laughs> They're tasty. No, I don't think Peter would say <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> would Peter say that? <laughs> uh, I, would you, definitely I wonder if Peter, that. Peter probably doesn't even like you to ride horses, I'd imagine. Probably not. <clears throat> probably yeah. not. You can only brush them and compliment <laughs> them. Feed them carrots. And feed them. <laughs> exactly. All right, next one for you, Jared. Der Storch hat angerufen. The stork called. Yep. Oh, it just means you're pregnant, probably. Uh, pr- Actually, you're probably right. Let's see. I think you're probably right. Let's see here. Eine Frau ist schwanger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. That makes so sense. So a woman is pregnant. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Got a little OJ down the wrong pipe there, Jared. All right. Okay. Uh uh, oh, this is an easy one. We have the same in English. Die Katze aus dem Sack lassen. Oh, yeah. They let the cat out of the bag. Mm-hmm. My perfect example was um, my partner's sister was visiting. And like an idiot, I sent her a screenshot of that had uh, like that said she was visiting. She's like, oh, I didn't. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, that was supposed to be a surprise. But I let the cat out of the bag because yeah. I was an idiot. So letting the cat out of the bag is or ruining the surprise. you could surprise. do the opposite, Jared. And you could uh, die Katze im Sack kaufen. To buy the cat in the bag? Yeah, what do you think that means? That's not really the opposite. I mean, it's, It doesn't it, mean the opposite, I imagine. It doesn't mean the opposite, no. Oh, so you already know what it means? I, I do know what this one means. You've heard this one before. Yes, that's the only oh, reason okay, why okay. I know. I thought yep. you were saying you like a... Okay. To buy the cat in the bag. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Oh, so is that like to buy something sight unseen? Yes, sir. Good job. Okay. Good work. Exactly. That would be like if you... You order a car online and you've never driven it before. Yeah, you know? I, I just got this, bought this car for Craigslist from someone in in Chicago, and they're shipping it to my house. Let's let's hope this works out. Is that is that like? Do a lot of people do that? Order cars online nowadays? Is it becoming more common? Uh, well, it's not ordering a car online. You can buy the car online, and then like it's it's certainly a lot easier to buy a car from anywhere now. You know, but you still have to pay to have it shipped. I think the only way you can truly buy a car online these days is probably like carvana you know mm. which is that new car company where they have like those towers everywhere right but in general no you can't really just buy it or a tesla okay. you can buy a tesla online too really okay that makes yeah. sense i guess now let me give you a couple more german ones jared mit speck fängt man mäuse with bacon with bacon fängt with bacon begins 
Nope. Uh, uh, catches. Oh, you didn't say fanked on. You said fanked. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, so bacon catches moise? Uh, my, mice. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, with bacon you catch mice. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if this one's related to like ours with the. Uh, you can what? What is it? You can catch. <laughs> oh, you can geez. catch more honeys by being fly, but you can you can catch flies with honey, but you can catch more honeys being fly. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Maybe that's what this one means. I don't know. With what do you bacon, think? Jared? You you can catch mice. Do bacon? I guess mice would probably eat anything. Probably with bacon. So it's like with bacon, you can catch mice. Is that so? I imagine that's someone that's like very like um. Very like um, what's the word? Very good with people. What's the t- like the term for being people good with person? People? Yeah, sure, sure. Let's see. Let's find out. Uh, well, it just says that doesn't help. It says Sprichwort, which just means like saying or phrase. Okay, so here, let me. Let How me, dare uh, they? Of course it is. Right. These all are. Bedeutungen mit dem richtigen Köder mit einem. Let's see here. Mit einem verlockenden Angebot kann man jeden für sich gewinnen. Beispiel. Diesen Montag gab es wieder großen Menschenandrang beim Discounter, der eine begrenzte Anzahl Anfänger äh, Golf, äh, Golfsets zu einem Sportpreis verkaufte. Basically, so saying, if you use the right deal, you can get anybody to buy whatever you're doing. Sure, sure. So that I makes sense. You. I like that one. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, rot wie ein Krebs. Red like a... Isn't Krebs cancer? Like a, I think this is red like crabs. Oh, crabs. Okay. Krebs is cancer, though, isn't it? It, it can also... Yes. <laughs> oh, maybe Kleb is crab. Krebs is plural for crabs as well. Mm-hmm. Could be. Red like crabs. Oh, that's like... um. I Well, what I think of, even though he's a lobster, is Larry the Lobster... Mm-hmm. And the I think the, <gasps> what they were always implying was that he was super red because he spent all of his time out at the beach uh, and in the sun, so he was always he was tanned. Jacked. Oh, he, yeah, he was, was getting, getting jacked. jacked. I think the reason they chose him as a lobster is because he was he oh, was, was always getting like tanned, essentially. Okay, and he was all about getting tanned. So I imagine it means like you got sunburned or something. Hmm. Do you have any guesses before you just look at the answer? It it. It's exactly as it sounds, and you are one hundred percent correct. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just somebody who, like, is out in the sun all the time, and is you know, I mean, we would say like red like a lobster, I guess, or something like that in English. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, uh, last, I don't get red. Last, I don't, have, last, I don't say anything. Last one for you, uh, and I have heard this one before. This is a good one though. Unter aller Sau. Under all. Cows, lady, lady pigs, lady believe, pigs. Right? Oh, right. I thought that was lady cow for some reason. Oh, yeah, because they say "du feta zau." That's a that's a <laughs> common uh, that's a common German insult. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great one too. <laughs> or, oh my God, yeah, Amazon. It's so that's funny. how I remember most German words is just by the terrible insults <laughs> associated with them. Right, ex- <laughs> that's exactly. How you learn German. Yeah. So what I was saying was I was looking at dict.cc under the word "zau," which is what we were talking about. Uh, Unter aller Zau, uh, and mm-hmm. Zau is female pig. 
and they have uh, Armazal, which means poor sod, and sod, I guess, is British English. Um, yeah. Dumazal, which they say British English, that's a, a, a tit or a fool, as we would oh. say <laughs> in, in American oh, English. Oh, tit. Right. Uh, we would say fool, I guess, Dumazal. And then Gailazal, this is where I was laughing at, Jared. Gailazal. Which, a horny pig, which is a horny bitch, is what, is what, is what it says <laughs> on the website. Is that the American one phrase for the Americans? It just says it just is vulgar and pejorative. It doesn't say American. That's but, hilarious. But yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, one guy Lizzo, do guy Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> also, what person in their right minds? Like, I guarantee you, if you, I, I might have to ask my German buddies now. Like. If you if you called a woman Gailazau, I have a feeling that would have the exact opposite effect, you know. Yeah, I don't think you say that to the person. Right. If you're actually trying to um, seduce them, seduce them, I would not recommend calling someone a, a horny bitch. Right. Oh, well, man. maybe actually it doesn't, uh, but maybe I wouldn't call. But the thing is, honestly, calling them a horny bitch is probably better than calling them a Gailazau. Because in Zao, even though it tra- they translate it to horny bitch, Zao, don't forget everyone, still means pig. Right. <laughs> yeah, but bitch technically means female dog, doesn't it? Technically? Which would most people rather be, uh, a pig or a, a lady dog. dog? Probably a lady dog. That yeah. I had to choose. Well, I don't know, man. Pigs are kind of cool. Um, they are yeah, kind of cool. But they're not, yeah, Speaking but they don't of get which, the... we never actually translated unta ala Zao, though, did we? Under all, did we not? Uh, did, uh, do, do you know what it means, Jared? Oh yeah, no, I just said fetazau when we got right. off topic. <laughs> right, we went under down all tangent. lady pigs. Mm-hmm. Um, is this like, I don't know, it's something to do with I don't know. Just don't means know. sehr schlecht or very bad quality. Bad, something very bad or something of very bad quality. Under all pigs. Okay, so it's just no good, no bueno. All right. Do you, uh, all right, it's good. That's uh, it's it's good to know. That's a uh, um, I don't really understand how that would connect, but it doesn't really matter. You know, they're untranslatables. They don't right. have to make exactly sense. exactly. Do you have uh, you have any other animal idioms for us? No, I want to get to the song of the pod. I, I dig it. Let's let's <laughs> let's do it. The song yeah. of the pod today is a special one. Uh, it's by an artist called Stropo. Uh, Stropo? Stropo? S-T-R-O-P-P-O. Stropo, probably, because it's two Ps. Right. Um, and the song is called Tira. And uh, uh, what what were what were your Tira's first impressions? German for, for animals, animal, right. though, or animals. Right. Yeah. yeah, and what was your impression of it, Jared? Well, here's the thing. Um, for, at first, I, did, I, I when I listened to the song... I'll, I opened the YouTube and I put it in my pocket. So I didn't even realize what the video was at the first listen li- listen or two really. I listened mm-hmm. to it a couple times, but I'll tell you this. I you know a song is a good song when it makes me want to go, "Hey." That's true. That is <laughs> the true. Beat, multiple times I was like, "Hey." <laughs> and then, you know, there's always that first listen where I was like, "Okay, this beat makes me like like bop along and then you start listening to the lyrics you're like wait a second what is this guy saying yeah <laughs> and i still don't even know what he, the point is of what he's saying so he's saying that these animals uh, make these noises or, or they're or they're called yep he said these animals are called things that they're totally not yep. called like just made up words yeah <clears throat> and it's auto-tuned as well so the first animal he says he says shows a picture of a bird flying away uh in the mm-hmm. music video and, and he says i'm 
and, and you have to do it right. I wish we had like an auto tune yeah, function I, I here. Listen, I, I, I can't remember now that I have not like listened to it. Oh yeah, ein falala. Yep, yep. Ein Yeah, super random. Do you know what any of those words are supposed to mean? I think they're just sounds. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so it's not it's not even a language barrier issue on why I'm not fully understanding the joke. And, and then the last one, there's a duck, and then he goes, Und ein gak, 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 which we were oh, saying yeah. sounds like Mad City kind but then of. He has, <laughs> but then Lamar. there's a verse where he starts talking about how the kid, your kid is stupid, yep. and how I need to educate your kid on what animals are actually called, and that's when he goes, that leads him back into the chorus. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> right. And then come to find out when I actually look at the video that it's a TikTok song, which actually just came out like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. or like a half a year ago, six months ago. But I, but I, uh, but I'm like, wow, how fitting and relevant. Yep. How unlike us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 it, it's actually even though the song is ridiculous, it still makes me want to like listen to it and, and like like party to it or something. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you listen to this on the way to the zoo. Get hyped. <laughs> yeah. Get hyped. Start calling animals all sorts of random names that they're not actually called. Just based on their sounds, you know. But yeah, it's it's a good one. It's a, it's an interesting song. I do like yeah. the beat for sure. Um, yeah, and the, yeah, the video is kind of funny um, as well. It's and it's per- super simple. It's just mm-hmm. him like taking a selfie of himself, uh, like taking pictures and videos of animals, like it, standing in front of animals and like getting close to like it's 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 just it, like it's. The uh, the production quality is even Chad could make this. Well, I don't it know way. about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> All you have to do is just have a bunch of clips of animals and cut them together. I will say the <laughs> I, one I, the one clip that cracks me up in the music video. There is a clip of a dog taking a dropping a deuce, and I was just of like, course "Did you?" That would be your favorite. Right? <laughs> I Whoa! I didn't say my favorite. I said that cracked me up. I'm just uh, like, okay. why? Why would you like out of all the different things you could do with animals? It's like, all right, well, okay, okay I guess you're putting that in there too. <laughs> all right. Yeah, then. I mean, there's no, there's no real logic to what's happening in no, this video. No, but that's the beauty of it. Sometimes, you yeah. know, some sometimes that's exactly it doesn't what need TikTok to be. is exactly, exactly. Oh, logicless man. TikTok. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a it's a good one. It's a that was a great choice, Chad, and obviously perfect for the episode. Oh, for sure. Check that out on our Song of the Pod playlist. Um, it is definitely a good one. Uh, Stropo, the song is called Tira. Uh, it's definitely you'll you'll get a good laugh. You can learn some German you words betcha. as well. So um, definitely, yeah. definitely, it's actually pretty easy to understand for like someone learning German. It's it's yeah, it's it's pretty basic. Right. Beheisen die Tiere. What are the animals called? Ein Skirt, ein Falala, and ein Bellalel, and ein Gak Gak Gak, and then you're good to yeah. go. Good to go. But yeah, check it out on our Song of the Pod playlist. It's definitely a good one. Uh, you know what Sorry. I realized, though, Jared? I think uh-huh. we'll, in the future, at some point, we'll need to do some more of these untranslatable paloozas because I think, I'm willing to bet you, we could do an entire episode on cat idioms, for example. Uh, entire Probably, episode sure. on monkey idioms, on dog idioms, on you know different yeah. animals. And so like I, what those animals represent in different cultures exactly. and stuff like that. That'd be sure. fun. So I think, we'll, I think we'll have to do that at some point in the future. So everybody keep your eyes open for that yeah. uh, in the near future at some point. Um, and let us know at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com if there's any animals you want us to cover specifically. 
Um, that'd be a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, we hope you all learned some good new animal untranslatables today. I know I did, and it was a, a blast, Jared, so I thank you for that. And uh, You betcha. Yeah. So let us know, as I said, what your favorite untranslatable animal idiom was at untranslatablepodcast at gmail. See, I hate, to, I hate to interrupt you during the... We don't use the phrase idiom at the untranslatable podcast. Let us know what your favorite animal untranslatables are. Thank you. Favorite That's the branding. Anim- we have to stick with the branding here. <laughs> Thank you. So let us know what your favorite animal untranslatables are. Uh, really you. making an untranslatable palooza at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter, untranslatable1, or on Instagram, untranslatablepodcast. Check out our Song of the Pod, Tira by Stropo, on our Song of the Pod playlist, Untranslatable Podcast on YouTube. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher so I can finally move out of this barn here behind me. These (laughs) cows have clearly overstayed my welcome, so please help us out. And lastly, as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Yekuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Surprised we didn't hear the cows moo the whole episode today, Jared. I, you know, I gave them a little extra grass and hay to quiet them down a little bit. It seemed like it worked. Treat yourself. That's right. That's right. That's right. Gotta give them that moon, eh, Jared? Oh, you know what's another song we could have used? You know that that Doja Cat song? Which what the, song the, is that? Uh, moo. Uh, I don't know if I know that song. One. Here, I'll I'll play a bit of it. Uh, uh, I haven't heard no, a moo. What's it called? Hold on, hold What's on. it called? Uh, uh, Doja Cat Moo. I found it. Okay. Yeah, you play it because then it's gonna mess up my uh, me doing the. Uh, you can hear it for yourself. This. What is this music video? What? What is this? Not a bad song. <laughs>